0: You're listening to my work in progress. I'm Heidi Vega. This podcast is dedicated to honoring, inspiring, and celebrating being a work in progress. If you've been following the podcast for a while now, you already know what I mean. But if you're new, let me just say welcome. The promise of this brand is based on the fact that I believe that when we own our story, our trials, our triumphs, and even our tribulations we allow others to do the same, and in that capacity, we can all become unapologetically a work in progress. Today's episode is a follow-up, a another addition to the new series that I started, which was um, self, uh, self-sabotage to self-improvement, or self-improvement from self-sabotage. I can't remember which way I worded it, but basically... Um, It's about tackling self-sabotage. We usually end up sabotaging ourselves in places where we are seeking growth and improvement. So it really is a place of struggle for us often when we are trying to get to that very next level, to the next um, level in our career, in our relationships, in our health, all of those things. So Today, we're really unpacking what self-sabotage means for you. Last episode was really general. If you haven't listened to it and you don't know what self-sabotage is, you may want to take a listen. But if you did or if you already know what self-sabotage is, then you can jump into this episode and I'm sure you'll be able to follow along. So to start off, What self sabotage means for you. Um, I want to get into what self sabotage is and what it's not um, for every individual. So, self sabotage is not the same for everyone, it often revolves around something you um find shameful something you are scared to be vulnerable, an area of your life where you are afraid of vulnerability. This is where the work of Bryn Brown is really helpful. If you have never listened to any of her uh she has a really good TED talk. I know she has a Netflix special and she has a bunch of audiobooks and books in general um about shame and about uh, vulnerability and I have found that in a lot of her, her work, I can see where the relation between self-sabotage and shame and, and vulnerability kind of plays a role because you will often self-sabotage based on the beliefs that you have about yourself and about the world around you and your beliefs are often uh, taking place in the same um. In the same dialogue as the shame and the vulnerability that you have and how you see shame and vulnerability in your own line, in your own life specifically, so that being said self sabotaging and mistakes are not the same thing. we could easily get into you know, pretending as if every mistake is you just unconsciously self-sabotaging. But often, you know, we're creatures of habit and if you fall into a bad habit or if you have a relapse, you know, that's a mistake. But mistakes can trigger self-sabotage. So if you make the mistake, um, if you make a big deal out of a mistake that you make or about um, a lapse in judgment or an accident, if you make it a bigger deal than what it is, then it can very easily lead you to self sabotage it 's very much like when um, someone who has trouble with uh, binge eating could um, break her diet let 's say this is why they don 't <laughs> they don 't uh, recommend diets for people who binge eat but If you're on a specific diet and it's like a very extreme diet where you can't, absolutely can't have something and you have it, that's a mistake, right? Or that's a lapse in judgment, maybe, you know, you shouldn't be on extreme diets anyways, but let's say you have a lapse in judgment or let's say you just wanted a treat, you know, that's really what it comes down to. You are craving something sweet and although you're not supposed to have any cookies or any desserts, you have a cookie. And that one moment can often lead you down having a whole box of cookies and all of a sudden you're binging on every dessert you can find and order off of Uber Eats. (laughs) Like you will go down a really bad road off of a mistake that could have just been a mistake or just a lapse in judgment or just a cheat meal, but turned into a complete and utter self-sabotage. Now, that is an important thing to point out because I think we often have this kind of extreme view of the way that self-improvement should look. So like from here on out, I'm not going to do this at all. And if if you have that mentality where it's like, I'm going to do everything possible to avoid X, Y, and Z or self-sabotage in general. And um, so all the time, you're just kind of in this vigilant and anxious mood of like, don't self-sabotage, don't self-sabotage, I guarantee you you're going to self-sabotage because it's much like how if I tell you right now, don't think of an elephant, you are now thinking of an elephant. And it's because, not that you bring attention to it, j- just that you bring attention to it, but also you bring up this anxiety within you when you are so focused on not doing something instead of focused on doing something better or positive or not even that but just having an understanding and an empathy for yourself for your natural reactions your natural thoughts that may come across your mind and your lapses in judgment we all have lapses in judgment even you know the best of us are going to have moments where we are weak where we are tired where we are you know not in the best state of mind and we make mistakes and we do certain things that on a normal day-to-day basis we wouldn't do and we have to have a little bit of more of 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 empathy and um understanding and if we do do that we allow ourselves to not fall into self-sabotage as much because we don't take a moment of lapse and judgment to mean that now we can spiral out of control because it is almost as if you are waiting on a mess up to say, ha, huh, see, you are actually this, that, and the other. You're actually not deserving of the success. You're actually not deserving of love. You're actually not deserving of a better body, um, a healthier body. You're actually not deserving of X, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And then it's like, okay, well, let's like, let's keep going. Let's keep going with that belief because you just, you know, confirmed it to me when you made a mistake. And when we have that kind of mentality going forward, it, it can't be, it, it's not helpful. It's not conducive to your growth. Um, so another thing I want to touch on is the fact that addictive behavior is a form of self-sabotage. Yet, not everyone who self-sabotages is an addict of something. I personally believe that we all have a slight addiction to something. Maybe it's not something like we often think of addiction with drugs and alcohol and things like that. But addiction can be to electronics, to porn, to um so many things to food uh, we can everybody you know I think has some slight addiction and that's more of just like a really strong habit that we can't seem to break and um I guess addiction wouldn't be the word I guess habits but I feel like sometimes it is an addiction because of the fact that we have a really hard time stopping and we almost have this emotional tie to these things in our lives this emotional need to do to be on your Instagram and every time you have your phone you pick it up and that's the first thing you go to and those kind of situations but at the end of the day I I wanted to point that out because I think sometimes when we think of self sabotage we think like someone who um, relapses in an addiction, in in an addiction. Um, and yet that, that isn't always the case. Um, like I said, self-sabotage is not the same for everyone. Um, and so you have to be careful not to assume that because you are not addicted to a specific thing that you are not self-sabotaging When you mess up your own success uh, to the 10th degree, because it's not just the mistake. It's this like rampage on, on like making sure that you're, you are almost beating your success or your progress down down, 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 down. And it's often in a 24 hour period. It's often like, it's, it's just like you're going, you go hard for 24 hours or within a 24 hour period of just like doing things that are pretty self-destructive. Um, uh, yeah, it's like a, and it's often, that's what I'm saying. It's not like long-term. And that's why I kind of brought up addiction because, um, So for me personally, I have had issues with binge eating in the past. And I know for a fact that I'm not addicted to food, right? I'm not not like addicted to eating shitty food. I don't eat shitty food all the time. It's not something I do often, but there's this need to do it, um, especially when I'm in a self sabotaging moment, and it becomes like this emotional eating that uh, comes out of it. So it's not that it's necessarily an addiction, although addiction is a very much an indicator of self sabotage, or a form of self sabotage. Now, um i'm going to talk about this because this is just going to be something that i'm going to continue talking about as the series conti- as the series continues and that's self-talk and how it is one of the biggest factors in self-sabotage um both in in making it better and in getting out of it and getting rid of it <laughs> i don't think you will forever get rid of self-sabotage i think there's always going to be moments where you kind of like You might... I I mean, who knows? Maybe you can get rid of it forever. I don't know right now. But what I do know is that self-talk is a big factor in it. Because self-talk is the manifestation of of the beliefs that you have about yourself. Of the often unconscious or subconscious, I should say, beliefs that you have about yourself and the world around you. Now, guys, I wrote produced, recorded, edited, and published the damn episode um, that is, uh, it was uh, episode 20 in season one called How to Self-Talk the Right Way. I did all that. I recorded that damn episode (laughs) and I'm still sitting here talking to you guys as someone who is still battling against self-sabotage, who's still battling with, against, All of that of self-sabotage. So trust me when I say learning to rewire the way you talk to yourself requires more than just positive self-talk. Because you can't positive talk yourself out of negative self-talk and out of negative beliefs. And a good example of this is if I, let's say, this is all hypothetical obviously, but if I'm completely envious of a friend... Right, And over a three-week period, I say to her every day, you don't deserve the success you've had so far. Harsh, right? The, I mean, this is obviously hypothetical because who would stay friends with somebody after three weeks of hearing that from your quote-unquote friend? But for for example's sake... <laughs> Let's say then after those three weeks, the next three weeks straight, I say to her every day, I'm so proud of you for pursuing your dreams and making them into a reality. Now, how many of you would assume that that friend would then be like, oh, all is forgiven. There's no issues. I am not even worried about why she said that, that the, the bad things before she's saying this now. So we're good. I, for me personally, I would be like, okay, thank you for being, you know, sweet and, and being very, like, um, supportive these last three weeks, but what in the hell was happening the three weeks prior? Like, what was going on? Why were you saying those things to me? How do you feel comfortable saying those things to me? What, like, this doesn't fix it. I mean, it's nice, and you were supposed to be doing that from the get-go. So what, what was going on, and, and why would you do that? Like, and that's kind of what's going on here. You can't, you can't assume that your positive self-talk is going to rid you of the underlying beliefs that led to your negative self-talk. It's going to definitely help. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say it's not going to help. Of course it's going to help. Positive self-talk, there's research on it. It's definitely going to help. And it's gonna minimize the negative self talk. But it's not going to get rid of it. And at the end of the day, it's it's like kind of like um you can't put a whole bunch of trash, you know, in, in your closet. You can't round up all the trash in, in your house and put it in a closet and then febreeze the shit out of the house and then expect the trash not to be there anymore. The trash is still there, you just hid it like and just covered it up. And honestly, that's actually easy ammunition for self-sabotage because it's not as if when you're progressing that you are in the same mindset as you are when you are self-sabotaging like your self-talk is obviously not as bad as it is right before you begin your self-sabotaging episode because if it were then you wouldn't progress Now, a quick sponsored ad by yours truly. So, what that tells me is that when you um, are progressing, it's not that your negative beliefs or self talk isn't there, it's not like that it doesn't exist anymore, it's just that it's being suppressed and that it's being placed away and I think on some level there's always you're always going to have a level of negative self-talk of self-doubt of self-consciousness of of a place where you're like you don't you're not always going to think you're the best person ever and that is the way it's supposed to be. You know, you can't always toot your own horn. Sometimes you are going to doubt yourself and your abilities and and have maybe a little bit of negative self-talk. But there's a difference between the negative self-talk that leads you to self-sabotage and the negative self-talk that takes its place says what it needs to say and moves on. It's not a lingering belief. It is just a thought that passes through. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about because there's plenty of thoughts that aren't necessarily negative. Um but most of them are would be negative, I guess, that you have not just about yourself but about other people that momentarily they take a space in your mind. And you can tell which ones are really beliefs that you have about this person, because they are the most recurring thoughts you have about that person, or negative recurring thoughts that you have about that person, and you know when it's just a momentary, you know, bad thought that you have somebody because something happened, because something happened between you and them, and it's usually not very a logical thought, it's not a logical idea that you have of them, and it's fleeting, and it doesn't usually pop up very often, it's, and you can tell, you know, it's, it's not something that will have a long term impact on the way you see them because of the fact that it's an illog- illogical thought based on the feelings and emotions that you're going through in that very moment. But when it's rooted in an actual belief you have, it's not just in that feeling or in that moment, it is reoccurring thoughts. So that's kind of the same thing here. And when you have those thoughts, and you're progressing forward, it's not that the belief isn't there. It's that you're just trying to suppress it, or you're trying to keep it on the back burner. Or maybe you're trying to positive talk yourself out of believing those things. The problem is that you're putting it on the back burner, and you're letting it simmer. And you are even building up shame about the fact that you have negative self talk. Because when you think that it's just negative self-talk, you're saying, and you've read the self-help books, you know about how much the self-help industry has shed a light on self-talk, and you think, oh no, I can't be self uh, negative self-talking. Then you're building up, Shane, about the fact that you even negative self-talk, which is ridiculous because everybody does it from time to time. It's more about attacking, or not attacking, but addressing, I should say, the beliefs that you have about who you are and what you can contribute, and what you could be, and the success you could have, and the love that you deserve, and the the happiness that you deserve. It's about those things. It's not just about the self-talk. And I don't want us building up shame, and building up negative self-talk that will explode later on, as soon as an, uh, something triggers that to just kind of all come out at once. So, um, going forward, this is where I want to give you guys my two, the two biggest things that I have found helpful since recording the first episode and what I would advise um, going forward. The first one is only concentrate on the next step. Stop being... So focused on the big picture that you overwhelm yourself and the progress that you have made. So we often like to think of the big picture, the big dream, which is nice. But when we do that, we often overwhelm ourselves. And that's very likely to lead to feeling like our dreams are too big for us. That we do not have the capacity to reach those really, really big dreams. But if we're able to just concentrate on the next step and the next step and the next step moving forward, we don't cloud our judgment and we allow ourselves to really see our progress as just one step at a time and not try to, you know, don't, don't try to think about eating the whole cake. Just, just take a slice. (laughs) And, um, I guess that's not the best analogy, but (laughs) the best thing I could think of. It's just, you know, you want to take it a day at a time. And that's really, really somehow been really just beneficial for me in this whole self-sabotage thing, because that literally is what would happen. I would think about my big dreams, my big pictures, and it would just seem so big that I would consistently find myself just in negative self-talk because of the fact that it's like, oh, how am I going to do this? This is too big. Like, how am I going to get this done? And as soon as you start asking, like, how am I going to be able to get through this? How am I going to do this? you can either go, okay, let's take it one step at a time and focus on that. Or you end up being in a place where you're going to say, well, oh, I don't know. And maybe I'm not capable and it's too much. And you just overwhelm yourself. So that would be the first thing. And um, I would especially use this in the places, you know, you self-sabotage. So if you self-sabotage relationships, try to focus on relationships as being one step at a time. You know, don't think about oh my goodness, this person's, you know, I'm going to marry this person, and we are going to have kids, are we going to do this, are we going to do that, what if we end up here, what if we end up in this place, and this is where I want to go with them, and they could be my future husband or wife, like, chill out, take a step back, you know, if you're just in the dating phase, you know, just take a step back, don't worry about the next four dates, just worry about the next date, and you don't even have to worry about it, just plan for it, think about it, say, hey, we could do this, and you know, I'd like to get to know him about, you know, I'd like to get to know where he comes from or this and that. And, you know, just take it step at a time. Same thing. If the self-sabotage is happening in your health, don't think about all the weight you want to lose. Don't think about maybe all the the muscle gains you're trying to make or who is you who you're trying to look like you're trying to look like you know this person or that person which is at their peak of their fitness don't think about that like focus on the little step literally focus on your next meal type shit like focus on my next meal is going to be healthy you Don't worry about the meal after or the 10th the meal after or the week after the meals you're going to be having next month. Don't worry about any of that. Don't worry about the meal prep that you're going to have to do. Like, Don't worry about that right, right now, especially if you're having trouble with self-sabotage. The best thing you can do is worry about the next step. Think about the next step and plan for the next step and, and execute the next step with the best of your ability. And let that be your only focus until you finish that one and then the next one. You know, just take it one step at a time. The second piece of advice or homework or however you want to say it um, is would be to channel a new voice. And this has really benefited me as someone who has a hard time being nice to myself and having positive self-talk. I have a a good amount of negative self-talk a lot and um, I think that channeling a new voice has really upped my game and allowed me to actually become much more positive and much more nice and kind and genuine and empathetic towards myself. And funny enough, my new voice or I guess channeling an outside voice would be, um, mine is currently Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Um, and the reason being that, like, when he talks to people on the show, I always love the way he's communicating with them. I think it just resonates in me to be, like, so, so genuine and authentic and, and kind and empathetic and, like, loving and um, really almost, you know, empowers you to, to like, love. Like, yes, love yourself. Like, know that you are beautiful and fantastic and and that you are more than capable of achieving whatever you're looking for. And that has honestly been like an actual voice that will play in my head when I find myself like having some negative self-talk or, or that normally I would start going into negative self-talk because I made a mistake or I didn't do something that I was suppo- wasn't supposed to do. I did something I wasn't supposed to do and stuff like that. I will literally channel his voice all of a sudden and he literally will be in there like, girl, like, <laughs> like, yes, like, it's okay, like, you need to have just a moment, like, take your moment, and then, like, move forward, and literally, these are the things that are going on in my head, but it's, it's actually genuinely helped, and it might sound a little silly, um, but it doesn't have to be Jonathan Van Ness, obviously, it can be Oprah, it can be whoever you find, like, to, um, really awaken that empathetic side of you, that kindness, that really the voice is soothing and the way they communicate really resonates with you and resonates with a part of you that really feels comforted by what they're saying. You should feel welcome to channel their voice and us a pretend almost like they're that little voice inside you that is being empathetic, that is being empowering and being um, motivational and being understanding all of those things. So Feel welcome to use Jonathan Van Ness if you want. Um, and if not, just try to channel somebody else. And honestly, at this point, I don't necessarily hear him as much as I hear myself saying it to me. But he was almost like a, an, a, a way to awaken being okay saying that to myself. Because it felt really outside myself to say those things. Like it felt not genuine, Hearing my own positive self-talk, if that makes sense. Like, even though I've been trying to practice this from 20th episode, season one of this podcast, it still feels very foreign sometimes. And because of that, because it doesn't feel genuine, I would often find myself um, not doing it long-term and forgetting to have some more positive self-talk. But when I introduced a third party a new character into these voices in your head into the, into the dialogue going on um, or monologue going on you will find yourself feeling very much more like it's coming from an authentic place because that person would say those things to you and then suddenly you realize that it is just you saying those things to you but using um, almost a mask or a character to send the message And it becomes much more easier to receive that coming from you because you've been saying it to yourself all along. So those would be the two things. Uh, The reason being that obviously self-talk is really important and really kind of a game changer in self-sabotage. And also because um, becoming overwhelmed with your dreams can often have a negative effect on you, on your self-talk. And lead to self-sabotage as well. So that's why number one is concentrate on the next step and only concentrate on the next step. And number two is trying to channel a new voice if you're really having a hard time with positive self-talk. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys found this episode really helpful and uh, that it opened up new ideas for you, and please feel welcome to reach out for help if you need it in discovering what beliefs, underlying beliefs you obviously have about yourself. It really takes time and introspection. You are not going to figure out the complication that is you within a week, and that's what I had to come to terms with with this podcast and this series specifically, was that a week was not enough for me to gather information And to gather my own experience with... um you know, trying to overcome self-sabotage, and then relay those messages to you guys. Um, It just wasn't enough. So I needed those two weeks, three weeks. (laughs) But um, so from now on, it it is going to be bi-weekly, at least for this series. We'll see after this series whether or not I keep it bi-weekly. There's a lot of things in the works. I'm starting my YouTube channel again. And um, I'm really doing it this time. (laughs) And uh, it's, it's so far so good. I have my storyboards. Now it's about execution. And with this whole self sabotage series, I'm really feeling much more equipped to handle my um, moments of um, I guess I would say self doubt. And that I think that's been one of my limiting things when it comes to content creation. I think that's where I my two biggest places where I indulge in self-sabotage is really content creation and my create creative spaces my creative content i really um, self-sabotage those as well as my health goals and so those are my two primary focus uh, focuses as of late uh, personally and those are the two places where i'm more open now to share with everyone and i think those are the two places where i've Kind of come to this place where that those are the two things I want to share. If you check out my Instagram at it's me Heidi V, you'll see like it's either me like posting a fitness picture where I'm like talking about um, my fitness journey or the before and after something like that, or it's the drawings that I have or it's the quotes about uh, self-improvement. And that's kind of like the three pillars of my life right now is just kind of like the self-improvement pillar, this you know body improvement, my, my health improvement pillar, and then just creating and allowing myself creative space to really just let it flow because I'm very self-conscious about my creative abilities, although they just keep asking to be let out because <laughs> when I don't, uh, express my creativity. And when I don't allow it to be um, shared, I often feel like I'm lacking like something in my life is lacking. So I'm in a much better space right now. And I hope this continues. And I'm, I'm honestly using those two. Um, that's honestly all I've been doing for the last three weeks. Um, I had to first come to that realization, obviously. So it's more like been two weeks that I've really been trying to practice those two steps. And it, it has definitely made a difference. So I hope it makes a difference for you. Thank you again so much for listening. I went on a little bit of a rant there at the end, but I hope if you stuck along, then you're the real MVP. And uh, I really appreciate all my listeners. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please review this podcast from wherever you're listening from. It lets other people follow and 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 listen and discover uh, my podcast. And um, don't don't feel. Uh, Don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me and to directly message me is on Instagram. Uh, Again, at it's me, Heidi V. I haven't been so good at updating the website for um, several reasons, but it should be up to date even as you're listening to this. So feel free to check that out if you guys want to look at show notes or past episodes. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And I can't wait to talk again in the next episode. Don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress.